how to receive from God. How to receive from God. Mark 11, 23. Mark 11, 23. I know some of our other churches is going to watch this. Because um, I told them to... hope it's recorded. Uh, some of our other churches who are meeting um, in their various states will watch this. So I welcome you if you are seeing me for the first time in your major location. Alright, Mark 11, 23. Mark 11, 23. How to receive from God. It says... For verily I say unto you, that whosoever shall say to this mountain, and be not doubt in his heart. Says whosoever says, and be not doubt. Says whosoever shall say to this mountain, be thou removed, and be not, and be thou cast to the sea, and shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe that those things which he saith shall come to pass. He shall have whatsoever he saith. Now, what's the background story of this is that Jesus was pointing to Mount Olives, and he was telling them and said, whosoever shall say to this mountain, you know, <laughs> the disciples have been wondering, Mount Olives? This mountain has been there even before our forefathers, you know? And it says, if you tell this Mount Olives to move to this place, it will. Why? It says, therefore I say in verse 24, whatsoever things you desire, when you pray, believe, that ye shall receive them and ye shall have them. So I told you that in the place of prayer, you get what you believe that you receive. And I said in this, I said in this series, your words form the borders of your faith. Your words form the borders of your faith. Your words form the borders of your faith. And I said, prayer is not prayer until you have received. Prayer is not prayer until you have received. And I told you, I said, prayer is not notifying God. Prayer is to ask and receive. So how do you receive your healing? How do you receive your healing? Look at it, Matt. Look at it, Matthew. Let me let me let me answer your question. And this goes in all areas, because the series is how to receive from God. Look at it, Matthew. It. Look at what the centurion servant said. Look at it, verse five. I want you to pay attention to this story properly, because the stories of men shows you an example, and I will walk you through something. Look at it, Matthew. It. Verse 4 or verse 5. When Jesus was entered, when Jesus was entered into Capernaum, there came unto him a centurion, beseeching him, and saying, Lord, my servant lieth at home, sick of the palsy, grievously tormented. And Jesus said unto him, I will come and heal him. Now, this is <laughs> now look, what's this story? You know, it's like saying, Come and meet me, Pastor, Pastor. Um my Somebody is sick at home, please come. And they say, okay, I'm coming right now. Well, send me your address. That's what Jesus was doing. Send me your address, I'm coming. So Jesus said, I will come and heal him. You know, look at, look at verse 8. Look at what the centurion servant said. The centurion servant answered and said, Lord, I am not worthy that thou should come under my roof. But speak the word only, 
and my servant will be healed. So let's say the person wants to be, let's say you have somebody who is sick at home and maybe the person could have come to church, which the person should come to church because the church is the place for healing. <laughs> I remember when I was much younger, I was sick and I was a preacher. And that was when I learned my lesson. You know, when the preacher prepares a service, this is about 15 years ago, prepares a, a sermon and, and you couldn't preach it, right? Because you were sick. I prepared myself. See, today I've not preached that sermon. <laughs> and the, the, your brethren came to you and told you the service went well. How did it go well? How? When I was not there, how exactly did it go well? So the next time I was sick, I dragged myself to church and I figured that just being in the service, my body was healed. So I figured that I know and I can tell people and I've proven it so, so many times with several people. Church is a place for healing. You don't get well by staying at home now. It just worsens the situation. You come to a place where you know that there is healing here. Even just via the teaching sessions, look, look for... Is this the power of God was spreading to heal when Jesus was teaching? So just even the teaching sessions can get you healed. <laughs> because you have something you're coming to do. Anyway, back to what we were saying. Look at him verse 8. It says, the centurion said, just speak your word. Don't worry. Don't come under my roof. That's an attitude. He said, just speak your word. Just, just speak it. Speak your word. This is for a man. He now started giving Jesus analogy of how he can receive. <laughs> He says, I'm a man under authority. I say to this man, go and he goeth, and to another, come and he cometh, and to this other, and Jesus edited and said, Verily, verily, I have not found such a great faith in Israel. You know, Jesus had to say, that means, what is that faith there? You know, the faith there will mean the belief, the kind of belief and the kind of expectation and the kind of attitude he has towards receiving. He said, I have not found such a great faith in Israel. So that means some people just, the man took his healing. He took it just, he said, just speak the word. I see, he said, I don't, that stress of you coming. No, 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 no. Speak it now. No, 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 no. That's an attitude. That's an attitude of receiving. The man took his healing. But some people don't know how to receive. Some people don't even know how to receive words. The pastor just said, in the name of Jesus, this week is blessed for you. Some people will say, until pastor come my case. Ah. There are thousands of people the pastor wants to minister to. But they say, until pastor mention my name if I receive. And you know, this prayer is for you. Say, this week you are going to get something. This week you are going to get. It's for you to take it. He said, no. He said, no. Some people, you want to lay hands on them. You just touch them like this. They say, no, it's not enough. It's not enough. When the pastor press my head. <laughs> Some people, they are sick. Oh, they will just say, in the name of Jesus, there's healing in the arm of It's not for them to take their healing. It's not for them to take the healing. They will not, they will not take it. On the pastor lay hands on me. Take it. Learn to take it. They say, take it like this. You take it. I don't know if you've been to um, where they are sharing money or sharing things before. And you have to, I 
I've never been on the queue before and people are chancing you and people, people are just coming to the queue and you see that, how many of you have been on a queue where the food is about to finish? Let me see here. Where the food is about to finish and you know there's no extra. Do you know what it means to take it now? <laughs> you will take it. <laughs> you will look for a means how you will go to that place and take it. As of years ago, <laughs> in, our, in our church meeting then, we mistakenly did something. Many years ago, we decided to do serve yourself. So years ago about, I'm sure if Soji listens to this person, he's going to, be, he's going to laugh. We decided to do serve yourself meeting, like in a meeting. Ah, so in the first 15 people that first took their food, we didn't supervise it. People just kept packing. Ah, <laughs> people just kept taking everything. The food kept going down. And we that we are the host of the meeting, we don't have extra. Ah, <laughs> trust my guy, Soji. When they say take it, I went to the front to pack for me and the guys. I still don't know it today. Anytime I have issues like that, I just send him because he's very short. So he knows how to man manipulate people around and just get away. You know, short people are like crooks. <laughs> like Chamakala, like those brief people, they just crew. <laughs> just joking. <laughs> just, I just joking. So, some people you say be healed. They will not be healed though. Because they don't. They are, you have to learn how to be spiritually smart. Some people are smart in natural things, but they are not smart in spiritual things. Some people are very smart in. Okay, let's say, okay, tell me. If the President of the United States wants to see you tomorrow morning, hope you know you won't be in service this morning. You will have been in Washington already. Because you have to be, let's say he gives you an appointment for 8 a.m. You will have been at the gate of the White House by 5. I don't even know what I'm talking about. I have been to interviews before. I mean, not job interviews now, but I mean, maybe like a visa interview or... Uh, um, Interview like in you know job interview you can still deal it out. Okay, let's say you have an interview with Elon Musk, and he's telling you he's talking to you. You have chatted on X or Twitter on how he wants you to be a com and a special advisor to him. Just be advising him <laughs> on what to do on navigations and all of those, and you're just like, oh wow, you know. Do you know that you would have left Rochester? since even yesterday, to go and look for an hotel and stay there. And let's say he told you he will call you. Hope you know you will not. Your phone will never die. I don't even know what it's going to do. And he tell you that, don't worry, I'm going to call you at any time. Let's say he told you today now. And he said he's going to call you at any time. I don't even know that. Even if you come to church today, your phone is going to be, as you, have, as you are writing and your Bible is like, this is how your phone will be. You keep pressing it to check. If... Or let's say they tell you, you receive a text message and they tell you that this, your father just called you and said, we are so sorry, we've deceived you for a while. There's actually a hundred million dollars for you right now. And a private jet and a big mansion somewhere. I don't even know you leave service now. You're just like, why did I even come? <laughs> you keep rationalizing that. I came to pray now, but God has answered the prayer. So many of us are very smart with 
natural things. You will get on your clothes, you will iron it, you will have been there waiting, expecting. Oh, we know that. Even if Eleomos do flash you, just mistakenly died, you know, you will pick it. That's because you are expecting. But the pastor just said, be healed. And you have sickness in your body, you did not receive. You are not ready now. Some people come to an healing line and blame the preacher and say, why did the person not stand up? And, and this is what I say. I say, don't you see other people standing up? Don't you see other people getting healed? So the person say, eh, why did I not get my... You know, this thing, I, I had to ask God, you know. One of the things I, 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 I troubled God for is, I really don't want to have a meeting where... They won't be where one sick will go home sick. And the Lord told me, He said, This is actually the cry of all of you, that is all preachers. He said, This is actually the cry of people who are interested in healing. I said, I have been to meetings where people did not receive their sight, people did not stand up on wishes. I said, But others get away. Some people will not explain and say, It is God. I said, I, I said, I don't want to. I said, I want to take responsibilities. This is how I started talking to myself. I really want to take responsibilities for those healings. Some will say, it is God, it is... I, I know God wants to heal. If there's anything in the character of God that is sure, that I'm so sure of, is that God really wants to heal. But another question I want you to ask is, is this person ready to receive? Some of you are looking for jobs. You are looking for things. You are trusting the name of the Lord for, for things. What's your attitude to that receiving? This goes all around. You have to be, because let me tell you, there is no problem without a solution. Even if there is no solution in the natural, there is solution with the power of God. <laughs> See, I don't know about you, but I have trained my intellect to believe the power of God more. I believe the power of God even more than I believe the President of the United States. I believe the power of God so much more. I just believe that it's, there's a way out. That I am, I am a miracle-prone person. I, everywhere I go, I will never be stranded. God's help will come my way. You know, train your intellect for things like that. Train your intellect not to see yourself to be disadvantaged in any situation. Because you must always be ready to receive. That is, this is for me. Okay, you came to service today. Did you come to sightsee the pastor? Or come and watch what the church is about? Or come and, you know, look at, okay, why, why are there empty seats? You know, if you, if you keep having those kind of minds, you can't, you can't receive anything. You have to focus on why you came. Focus on why you came. When you are coming to service, what's your mindset to the service? What's your mindset? That prepares your preparation. That means it's like, the same way you will not come late to a meeting, just like those who are traveling down to Summer Island campaign, all of our churches, a whole lot of people are traveling down, coming down from different states, everything. You know, you come early. Because if you were going for, if you were actually going for an interview, 
with Elon Musk. You will have gotten there almost a day before. You will do it, you will say, just in case I don't miss my flight. So that I wear rested, I wake up the next morning. Then you come early. Nothing wrong with all of you traveling down to be here Thursday afternoon at least. Just so you can have proper time to rest, proper time to, you know, meditate on the word, proper times to pray, proper times to be prepared to be in the spirit of... But imagine you are coming in the night and the morning session is starting 9 a.m. You will come into the service drowsy and that will affect your receiving. Anytime I'm traveling, I'm going for a meeting because I'm a pastor, I also need people to minister to me. I also have a pastor over my life. Anytime I'm going like that, I go two days or even three days before so that I wear rested from the trip. I slept, I'm okay, I go to the meeting early, rest properly, and my mind is ready to receive, I keep my expectations red hot. That's common sense. I remember just two weeks ago, I was in Colorado, just going for a meeting, and I had to get the, the meeting was starting Tuesday morning, I got there on, on, on Monday afternoon. Why? Just wanting to make sure I'm settled, properly rested, prepared myself, so that there will be no, there will be no hindrance to my flow. That's why, okay, if somebody asks you, why do you come to, okay, if they ask you in an interview, why do you come, do you know that in, even in an interview, you call 15 minutes before, that's the proper time, right? That they tell you, make sure you are seated 15 minutes. Do you know why? So that you are not tensed. So you are properly, you are articulated, you are ready to go through it. The same thing with church, but you know what we do? We treat church like it's a casual place. Church is not a casual meeting. Church is an holy ground. You are coming to have encounters with God, coming to have ministrations of the Spirit. That is why people go to church all their lives and they are never blessed. Because they don't know simple keys. If they apply the same principles they do with their natural life to the spiritual, they will even be better. You are coming to have atmospheres, encounters with the world. You are looking, you are seated, prayed up, just looking at your note again. You are ready. So as the person leads, starts saying opening prayer, you are just praying. You're just praying. It's a culture you must have. It's, it prepares your attitude to receive. It helps you get better. Because faith is not something you conjure. Let me tell you something about faith. Faith is not something you, you just conjure up. No, 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 no. How badly do you want this? That's faith. Faith is not, ah, I see my neighbor. Faith is not, oh, I see my neighbor's expectation. I, I just look through my neighbor's desire. Wow, me too, let me have this desire. Do you want the desire? How badly do you want it? That's faith. That's faith. That's faith. How badly do you want to be healed? So, we've got some people healed before. Some of you have seen those situations happen and they went back to their wheelchair. They don't want to be healed. We've had meetings here before, Miracles Extraordinary Night, when we used to do Miracles Extraordinary Some people will call me sick. You will call them, hey, if you have any sickness in their body, come out. I remember one woman came out, her eyes was better. In that same meeting, some people came with hearing aid. The person that even brought them to 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 to, to Explain, I've been to do sign language for it. Got better. Those ones did not get better. Because they were not ready to be healed. Probably they still want to be collecting stipends on the government. You know, because, because of the way we, we are in America. America has spoiled us a lot. 
Once you're having a disability, you have disability in. So a lot of people don't want their disability to go. So some people like their sickness. Because it is stupid for somebody to be arguing with me on Facebook that healing is not real. You know, somebody put on our summer healing campaign promo and said, you are just in illusion. I said, no. He said, when you are ready, you go and see the doctor. I said, no, not me. I said, doctors are good, but I believe the power of God. Doctors are good. If you listen to me very properly, you know that I don't condone, I don't condemn medical science. I believe it is God. I believe that's one of the ways God is working. But let me tell you, it can fail because it is man. I rather like the one of power that can take it off immediately. If there's anything I like, when I read through the book of Mark, immediately, straight away. I like that. I don't like, oh, we'll come and check you again. We'll come and check it. Mm, I like immediately. The fount of our blossom. Straight away, I like that one. <laughs> I, I like that one. That's what we call power. Straight away, immediately. Go and read through the book of Mark. That's what you'll be seeing from chapter 1. Immediately. Straight away. I want immediately in my meetings. Hallelujah. Immediately. That's, you must know how to receive. Jesus wanted to come to this man. But the guy said, don't worry. Just speak the word. I'm ready to receive. Because he's badly wanted. How bad? I'm sorry to use that word, but permit me to use the word badly. How badly do you want what your expectation are? How badly do you want the job? How badly do you want to be healed? How badly do you want the move of the spirit, the power of God? How badly do you want that your expectation? How badly do you want it? You go for heat. The guy came and said, don't worry, just speak, I'm ready. Look at Mark 5. Are you learning something this morning? I want us to have a church where, as I'm teaching, you know how to catch it. Hallelujah. That's a church, such that you know how to catch it. Before I even say you have caught it. You will not even have allowed me to say you have caught it. And your lives are better. The pastor will minister better. The pastor will be more prepared. The pastor will be on the air. But imagine a church where the, the people don't even know how to receive. The pastor will say, In Jesus' name! In Jesus! Before the Jesus' name, they have caught it. Before they even say, Father, I'm praying for everyone of you looking for a job. Right now, in the name of Jesus, you have the job. Amen! See, see, he's still, he's still struggling to catch it. See, I'm waiting for, you talked his example. The man that was, <laughs> the man that had, you see, I just did a practical for you. The man that had problem in Matthew 8, did not imagine whether his example, just speak, 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 speak. You see, this week, abundance of finances. That's how to catch it. That's how to catch it. That's how to catch it. So, look at Mark 5. Look at Mark 5. Someone say, oh, it cannot happen. <laughs> Someone say, oh, I cannot receive a brother's of it. Let me say. <laughs> let, me, let me show you. Let me show you. Let me tell you a story. Have you been in a dear need before? How many of you have been in a dear need where you need money? Badly. And your paycheck could not undo it. Let me see your hand. If you 
have to always rely on your paycheck. I said this in working, working or whatever. If you always learn to rely on your paycheck, you, are not yet, you, are, you don't know how to trust God. You don't, you don't know how to believe God for miracles. If all you have, your calculation is always, ah, I will receive this money Friday, Thursday night. Okay, I will use this money. You have never received any money supernaturally. You are still, you are still joking. You will struggle. People can bless you with money. God can orchestrate the steps of people to bless you with money. Why are you a believer? You know, a lot of people just think these things are magical. I had some, I mean, I'm, I, I'm into business, so I have certain, I, there was somebody I was talking to one time, said, how much a debt are you? I say business, a businessman is always in debt, but me, I'm not. <laughs> in Jesus' name. So I had this debt that I wanted to clear off, and it has been on my mind. And it, was, it just became a new desire. I just told myself, this was just two weeks ago, I just told myself, this debt, it will clear off. I trust God for somebody to give me the money. And I was just somewhere and somebody walked up to me. You, you would think it's, some people think it's, what I'm saying now is magic because you don't believe. I was just somewhere in a service and somebody tapped me and said, what's your, what's your need? And I just told him, I said, this is it. I wrote it down. I said, this is it. I want to clear my debt. And the guy sent me $2,000. And I cleared it. I didn't have to use my whole paycheck. Paycheck will go for all that things now. Are you seeing it? Hey, you don't have to rely on all the things you will. That's what, that's what the power of God does. Look at when Peter was catching fish. The Bible says when Jesus showed up on the scene, Jesus, the fish they caught became many. Hey, go and listen to walking on water. Go and listen to walking on water. Stay up your feet. Have that teaching of walking on water. Go and listen to it. You have to learn to expect the miraculous. Look at Mark 5. Let's see verse 22. It says, And behold, there cometh one of the rulers of the synagogue, Jairus by name. And when he saw him, he fell at his feet and besought him greatly, saying, My little daughter lieth at the point of death. I pray thee, come and lay hands on her, that she may be healed and that she might live. You know, Jesus was going to Jairus' house. You know, can Jairus' daughter be healed without... Jesus even going there. Yes, now he could speak a word now, but Jesus was going to Jairus' house now. See, this was the John New. Look at him, verse 21. Jesus went with him, and much people followed him and thronged him. Jesus was not planning an healing meeting. Jesus was not planning an healing service. He was just going to Jairus' house to go and heal. You know, he's like saying, I'm just going on my way. And look at what verse happened in verse 25. And a certain woman, which had issues with blood, 12 years, has suffered many things of many physicians, spent all that she had, and nothing better that she grew old. You see, she heard of Jesus. You know, she said, hey, Jesus is in town. <laughs> she came behind, and she said, if I might touch his clothes, I shall be made of, and straight away. Hallelujah. The fount of her blood ceased, and she felt in her body that she was healed of her plague. You know, that's receiving. You know, she pioneered a new way of receiving. There's been no history that somebody received this way throughout the scriptures. 
you can pioneer a way you will receive your own. She pioneered a new way. Jesus was not ministering in She took it. She said, if I touch the clothes, you know, people trunged it. Trunged it with me. People were touching his clothes. People were doing everything and they were not receiving anything. Because the details of the scriptures were very intentional. People trunging it with me that people were, people were all about him, touching him, people were guiding him. People were, and there will probably be some sick people who were trunging it. But one person said, me, I'm not going to just touch him just like that. Too. My own touch will be that I will touch and be healed. You see, if I touch the hem, that was it. She pioneered a new way of receiving, touching the hem of Jesus' garment. And that was it. She took it. So there is a tenacity of faith. You lay hold on it. You take it. You take it. And what do you say? You know, she's, she, the Bible says, she said, if I, may, if I may touch his clothes, I shall be whole. So what are you saying to yourself? Can you say I will be poor? That is why you are poor. Are you saying I will be healed? Mm-hmm. Because God will do it as his, so some people have some attitude in receiving. God will do it at his own time. You are not ready. You can't receive. <laughs> at his own time. You didn't know that service like this is, is his time. Or somebody like a pain is his time. You don't know. You are thinking he will do it at his own time. Or some people will have the mindset, if it is God's will. Oh. So you still don't know that healing. Being, he says, I wish above all things, thought John, that that may prosper and be in good health. If there's anything about the will of God, go and, read, go and read our material. What does God really want? He wants you to be okay. He wants you to have that job. He wants you to be blessed. He wants you to be healed. He wants your desires met. So stop having that mindset. If it is God's time or if it is God's will, those type of mindset does not receive. The woman did not have anything to say. If I touch it, I will touch that clothes and me, I will be healed. That's receiving. You see, I will touch the clothes. People are trunging it. That's not what, that's not my own. My own is let me just touch it. She pioneered a new way of receiving. Because faith is seen in what you are expecting to receive. Faith is seen in what you are expecting to receive. Faith is seen in what you are expecting to receive. Look at it, Matthew 9, verse 27. Matthew 9, 27. Are you following me this morning? Are you learning something? This is how to receive from God. And this goes to all aspects of your life. What are your desires? How badly do you want your desires? You are praying about it, right? You are talking about it. I believe and I receive. I have this. I don't know about you, but me, I, I need some money. I believe and I receive. I need some. I have the money. I believe and I receive abundance of finances. I believe and I receive that help comes my way. I believe and I receive that men favor me. I believe and I receive that summer in the campaigns is an atmosphere of God's power. Atmosphere of God's grace. No sick will come to summer in the campaign and live, on, and live sick. Every sick coming to summer in the campaign will be healed. Demonstrations of God's glory. Mightiness of his power. Tangibilities. Divine interventions. Workings of miracles. You know, there are things like that. That's what we call forth. That's what we are going to see. What are you calling forth? What are you saying? 
Are you saying, ah, everything is hard for me? That is why it is hard. Are you saying, oh, I'm having a bad day? That's why you're having the bad day. No. You channel your words. Your words give direction to the power of God. Your words give direction. It's like saying, let me tell you, I said this to you. God in heaven created with his words. He now told us in Genesis 1, 26 to 28, he said he created man in his image. That's the man in Christ, the man who has received the gospel. Then guess what happened? In that Genesis, he came to Adam and said, whatever you call it, it will be. That means man can call things forth. He says he brought all the animals. Adam did not name lion, lion. It's not Adam. So if a scientist discovers something today and give it a name, you say it's Adam and gave it the name? No. Man is still calling things forth. And the Bible says, whatsoever he calls forth, that is what it is. So we can call things forth. We can. Don't settle for just, you say, I just want to get any job. You will get the any job. I don't want any job. I pay job. Seven figure job. Six figure job. Say it. Don't be scared. Some are scared. Say it till it dawns on you. Till, you know, they say, wait, how many of you know that? Many times when you say things so much, it becomes your reality. How many of you have talked yourself to sickness before? How many of you have talked yourself to say, you have talked, some people just say, I'm not feeling fine. I'm not feeling fine. And they will just, the thing will just start, the symptoms will just start coming. How many of you know what I'm talking about? That is that's to tell you how much your words are powerful. I know what I'm saying because when I was much younger, I used to be a sickler. And that's because I didn't know the use of my words. So, if I just feel one small thing like this, ah, it has happened again. <laughs> I'm not feeling fine. If I was okay a bit yesterday, today it will not get worse. I didn't know. So, the devil dealt with me on that area. I told the devil, see, <laughs> it's not possible again. Me, who used to be a sickler, who used to live practically on medications, I can't remember when last, in the last seven, eight years, I can't remember when last I actively used the medication. I can't. Because I believe the power of God. I know what to say. I know how to be healed. One of the things I'm going to teach you in this meeting, if time permits, in this summer Lincoln, is how to heal yourself from God's word. So there's an attitude. Look at Mark 9. Look at Mark 9, uh, Matthew 9, sorry. Matthew 9, 27. Are you learning something this morning? Yes, sir. You have to, you have to be dogged. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Tell your neighbor, so you have to be dogged. You have to be, there's a tenacity of it. You lay hold on it. You are voracious. Look at Mark, Matthew 9, verse 27. And when Jesus departed from thence, two blind men followed him crying, saying, Thou son of David, have mercy on us. And when he was come to the house, the blind man came to him. And Jesus said, Believe that I am able to do this. Ah, Lueto, you know what you would think? You know what you would think? But they are blind now. Jesus just lay hands. 
No, Jesus has it. Do you know what? Do you believe I'm able to do what I want? To, what what you what you say I should do? They say, Yeah, Lord. Look at what Jesus said. He touched the eyes and said, According to your faith, be so. You know, Jesus does not say be healed. He just say, According to your faith, that is what you want. So if if what you want is to be healed, be healed. If what you don't want is to be healed, according to your faith, that is why you will notice that they will say, Where the four gospels use faith? Because faith now has come to our faith, our salvation in the epistles. They now explain it. So when they now want to talk about this, they will tell you, you are weak in faith, you are strong in faith. Why? Because they, you need to know what you want. Say, so according to your faith, be healed. It's like practically saying, I saw, so, I, saw, I, saw, I, I saw something on Instagram yesterday. Somebody was on the, somebody was on the, somebody was on the bus, right? And the mayor of Chicago then was sitting with her, and she was taking an interview. She just the mayor of Chicago just collected the phone and just said, "Hello, um, this is the mayor of Chicago talking. Give her the job." I am. She, the, the person that was even seated, did not know that it's the mayor that was seated in the bus. She just the person just goes, "I'm sure she, she, I'm sure that person will have you." Why do you call my phone? She doesn't say, "Hello." Um, this is my name. I'm the mayor in Chicago here. Yeah. I want you to hire this person. You know, the person, they don't have, they don't have, that's vector, that's like power over power. <laughs> that's how to know. Some people come to a meeting. They will sit down like this. They will hear the pastor preach. God can bless you. God can prosper you. God can heal you. You tell them, how many of you want to be healed? That they come out does not mean they want to be healed. They just came. Some people came out because people are coming out. Some people came out because you forced them. We are past that level these days. Where it was when I was much younger, we used to force people. I remember we stayed on somebody to get filled really good for almost three hours. Feel now. Feel. The person started turning to snake. Say to me, remember that day. <laughs> Speak now. If I. After a while, we told people, go. Your, you know, we were younger then. Probably your spirit can match this atmosphere. So, go home. We now say, Kragushoba! Fina! Yeah. Oh. If I touch her, you know, speak it, it's your problem. <laughs> May I pass that level? Oh, no. I pass that level. If I lay you, I say, I will come and press my hand. It's the deep of Jesus. That's not it. You take it. You take it. You are hungry, desirous. How many of you know what? Let's take it to the natural. How many of you have been very hungry before? And you don't have food at all. And it's midnight. <laughs> and luckily you're in Rochester, where everywhere closes at 10. Except some few Burger Kings. You know, because of hunger, I knew the Burger King that can open 12, 1 a.m. in this city. Be that's the only one I know. Why? Hunger made me know it. Have you been hungry to the point where <laughs> you don't have eternity? You know that if you cook, that's too long. If you don't even imagine you don't even have food ingredients. What will you do? You start drinking your spit. 
<laughs> Those are the times water will become sweeter. I remember one time I was in the airport. Um, I forgot what nation or what country was that. And I was very hungry. I forgot what country it is. I think it was Qatar or something. Very hungry. You know, McDonald's will never fail you, no matter the country. But this day, I've, I'm just, you know, irritated with burger that day. And I just, you know, I just went to the restaurant. I just said, what do you have? Say, shimunimi? So give me, just, <laughs> I, said, I, I don't know what they said, <laughs> just give me. It was when I finished eating the food, I started looking at, ah, what did I eat? And I started checking the menu, so I really ate that, because I was hungry. You know, those kind of layover where you stay too long in the airport, maybe like 18 hours, 16 hours, and I was just so hungry. I just went there, just give me this one. I remember there was a day I fasted. I fasted, fasted. I think it was all this dry fasting. The day I wanted to break. At that time I was in. You know, I used to hate pizza before. I don't used to like pizza before. Should I tell you what made me eat pizza? Fasting and prayer. When I wanted to break my I they told us then, that when I was in undergrad, and they said, um, we are coming to they said tomorrow is African night. Ah. So, you know, when they say African night, my mind will go into jollof rice, African food, chicken, plantains, everything. They, took, they, they, they hyped it. They say even soups, there will be a lot. Now, when I say soup, now, so me and Alice, we have, they will have um, Panera bread soups in their mind, but soups and soups, <laughs> there's different levels to soup. Don't worry, I'm going to cook you some. <laughs> Now, that day I fasted, I was prayed of. I told myself, I'll go and break my fast there. <laughs> so, you know, I, I, I think I was fasting from a day before into that day. I think that's more than 24 hours. Just fasting and just telling myself, you know, I, so I prayed of. So I was just like, okay, now let me go to the place. As I got there, the place did not smell like our food. Ah. So I just went to quickly call the president and invite me. Where's, where, where's the food you told us that? Say, that's it. What's the little scissors? <laughs> little scissors, pizza. I will never forget it. <laughs> never in my life forget it. But you know, I didn't have option. I ate it and I saw, ah, pizza is actually sweet. I ate the pizza before then. But from that day, I like pizza. <laughs> Why? Because you need it. You were hungry. And you get to, you won't care whether they are trying to make, I mean, you, you won't care whether they made it with oil or do not be, that's, that's not to do with you. You'll be asking questions. When you need something. That's not, I told you I just ate a food in Qatar where I didn't even know the name. It was when I was done. I, I went to check what people are buying, what people are calling it. Just so in case I come back next time, I can, I can remember the name. I just said, this one, this one, just pack it together. At least it looks good to my eyes. That's because you are hungry for something. If you can be that smart, naturally, how more spiritually? You are a believer. 
Because attitude will keep you where you are. Some people will come to church and they will just have attitude. They just have attitudes of the power of God. Attitudes on how to receive. Attitudes on miracles. Attitude on, hmm, what's they say? Person is too black for my liking. Even the accent is too thick. Oh, you're not ready. The English is not correct. You're not ready to use it. Even, even if you say, it took it away your, your sorrow. This time when you say, amen, you say, why did they say took it? They're using King James English for me. As, as I take it and I walk it away, I, I pray it for you. You know, you say, you say, you say, what's Pastor Shari? Shari is just Shari shit. <laughs> say, this English is not correct. Oh, you're not ready. Attitude. Some people come to church with a wrong attitude. Just say, no, don't be looking at me. Hmm. Maybe I finished. Let me know. Oh. You can't. You, that's why your life is still the way it is. So some people think that a pastor should spend more time laying hands on you. When he has the whole, he has people, a whole lot of people, lay, he has to lay hands on. It was when I was much younger, I used to do that thing. Many years ago, when we first started doing ministry then, then we, we're still getting better with our ministry of laying hands on him. We can spend, we can spend almost 30 minutes laying hands on one person. Take it now. Take it. I say, take it. Ah, there are dimensions of those things. Take it. You will take it. Person will still be looking, and people will. Some of them will stand stiff like this. Mm, I'm not going to take it. Maybe that's what they are saying in their mind. I'm not going to take it. So we, we were very forceful. Me, I was very stubborn. Now I've taught you if you like for them, like for us, it's not my own. But then you must. It's a must. Take it. Take it. By the time I'm done with you, even if you do not want to, you will fall. <laughs> Take it. Jesus. Jesus. We will touch you. We have changed. We are born again. Born. <laughs> now just touch you in Jesus' name. Like pick it, like they take it. <laughs> so I came out. So I came out to receive. It's different from my soul that I came out to receive. Some people can come out to receive and they are not expected to receive anything. What's on your heart before you receive? Before hands are laid on you, what do you want? Okay, in this meeting now, hands will be laid on you. What's your expectation before hands are laid? What do you want to receive? That is it. I remember 2019. Those are leaders of me. Because before he came, just being just his presence, I was already down under the power of God. So he did not touch me. I don't feel, I didn't feel his hand. You know what I I didn't feel it. Ah. I just told that didn't even talk. Ah, he's late now. I just told the late I didn't even talk. He's just he just said, he said, Pastor is still laying hands there. Let's go there. I said, I, I came here because I wanted hands on me. For clarity. As soon as hand, that hand touched me, I went straight into a vision. Pack your bag and come to New York. That's why I'm here. I will not have been here if hands were not laid on me. I came here because I told myself before I came 
when hands are laid on me, all my confusion will die. That was it. I fell into a vision straight. Pack your bag and come to me, William. I will never forget it. Never. Just the same way. I told you guys, 2021, when I was going for a meeting, my pastor will call me out, lay hands on me, and I will be spoiled up for the work of ministry. Lay hands on me, say, five, ten years, this work will blossom in glory. Is the work not blossom me? Eleven cells in one year. Ah, you don't understand. Eleven cells. Supernatural community plot church is in eleven places. Eleven and counting. Just last week, we are trusting God for a nation in Andorra. That's because hands were laid. So, supernatural commission is beyond you people seated here. 11 places, just within one, because hands were laid on me. Words were spoken, and we are still counting. 11 cells, and we are still counting. So, do you know how to receive? Do you know how to receive? Look at Mark 7. Look at Mark 7. Mark 7. Are you learning something this month? This Mark 7. Mark 7. Verse 25. There was a certain woman whose young daughter had an unclean spirit and fell, and ate it and came and fell at his feet. The woman was a Greek, a Syrophoenician woman. When it says Syrophoenician, it just means that half Phoenician, half Syrian. Half Phoenician, half Syrian. And she besought that she would cast out the devil out of her daughter. Let the children first be filled. It is not meant that the children should take thick crumbs. This story is sweeter in Matthew 15. If you read that Matthew 15 story, just because of my time, you will see it. I think I, th- I taught this in healing. Go and listen to healing. I taught this. Uh, th- this story. She was desirous. Because it is not just to believe. Oh, it is greater than your emotions. Believing is greater than your emotions. Look at Mark 4. Mark 4. 35 to 40. Mark 4. 35 to 40. And the same day... When the evening was come, he said unto them, Let us pass over to the other side. And when they, sent, when they had sent him away, when they had sent away the multitudes, they took him, even as he was in the ship, and there was with him all that little ships. And there arose a storm of the wind, and the waves beat into the ship, and it was full. And into the other boy said, ah, You know, look at in verse 40. He says, Why are you so fearful? How is, how is it that you have no faith? So that is, you can't say you believe and you are fearful. It is not emotions. Jesus told them, okay, if you say you have faith, why, are you, why, why were you fearful? Why were you fearful? So you, you can only receive from God by faith. You know, they did nothing shows that they had no faith. Hope you know, in this text that they read here, they did nothing, they did not command the wind. So that you just did not do anything means you don't have faith. What's receive? Receive is from the Greek word lambano. It means snatch it, take it, grab it. Faith will always receive. 
You can't lambano and be tush. I'm a homie poised. You know when they say poised? I just don't want to shout. I just want to just want to be there. You know. What if you are about to miss your flight before? Let me see you. You are about to miss your flight before and you ran. You know that's what we call take it. I remember. I I always try to miss my flight. <laughs> no, wish I will not do it again. In Jesus name. <laughs> I always almost miss my flight. Especially international flight. There's always, it's like there's one demon always hiding somewhere, delaying me. So these days I'll be more intentional. I remember one day. I ran, you know, this, there's this, you know, when you're in, in inter-countries and you have to take train from one place to another. These are the times people will just be walking slow and this and that. I kept pushing people, kept pushing people, drizzing my back to push people, running, because I have to I have to make the flight. I remember they said, I've been we've been calling you. If I had my name on the is Ayomeda Benz in around? The flight is about to leave. Hey! I heard my name. I told you. I remember you, your flight is about to leave and you've been on the TSA before. I told them, I said, can't you hear my name? <laughs> I said, I was in Chicago. You know, Chicago is crazy. I was in Chicago. I said, I said, um, it was one international, it was a ninth flight. It was that that day that you people were. You remember that day that we had a miracle? And <laughs> that you would drop me and it took us a while. So that day, I was already calling my name. They said, Hi, you made a Benson, you are the only one we are waiting for in this flight. Ha! Ah! I just told one security man, I left the line immediately. Told the security, did you hear the name they call? I am the person. This is it. I showed the person my passport. This is the name. He said, I did not hear it again. I said, oh God, please let them mention this name again. <laughs> so they don't say, I am the person. We just want to say, I said, that is it. This is it. Okay, now move, 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 move. <laughs> you know, they were almost closing the door. That's what we say, take it. You know, heart poised. You know, heart poised on those things. That too, she said. So when they come out to receive, maybe they lay and they say, I don't want to fall down. So I will not break my head. Listen, let me correct something. The power of God cannot wound you. Let me use that word. The power of God cannot injure you. If you fall down, nothing can happen. I don't even know what I'm talking about. I mean, you have fallen down before your head broke or you had a headache. Never. You know why? Even if you hear, oh, the person is okay. Are you hearing what I'm saying? The person is okay because the power of God cannot do evil. The power of God, if anything go wrong with you, somebody that matched you. <laughs> if anything go wrong with you, people, somebody that step on you or they shift you. I don't even know what I'm talking about. The day I knew it was when my pastor laid us on us in the field. 2019, I fell inside a bush like this that was perfectly fine. <laughs> I remember, I remember 2020, the place was rock. Like, you people have been to where we go to WCC, that that floor, did your hair break? You fell down, you just, you just remember, you just woke up late and said, oh, I'm really on the floor. Power of God doesn't injure people. So if you fall down that you be ready to receive. Stop acting too. Shall I say, okay, if they lay hands on me now and I fall down, will my head break? Your head cannot break. We've seen, do you know why I can tell you? I've seen 
I've been ministering to people for years. I've seen people fall down. Fall. This, the, I remember there was one time I was, under, I was in one church. The person fell down, the place, boom! The person stood up and it was normal. I said, eh? You know, you will be the one scared. Thank God we now have washers. But God, you can do the job well. <laughs> 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 but God, you people, they don't help you. But some people, you know, I'm going to teach you this in in um, in um, in Somali Some people they can hinder the power of God. Some ushers, some wicked ushers, they will hold the person tight like this. Don't fall, don't fall down. The person has to receive. That's not how to catch people. You you stiff the person. You stiff the person. Just assist the person if they fall down. Then the person fall. The person is receiving. That's receiving. So why he? So ushers are demonic. I've been in meetings like that. The person want to receive. They, bro, God will come. Let me use you for a specimen. I've been in meetings before. They want to hold, they want to receive. Eh? The pastor is falling down. The person is falling down. The person is holding, the usher is holding the person. That's a demonic usher. Come on. See, let's say, the, let's say the pastor is laying hands like this. They are holding him like this. Holding him. Don't, don't fall. Don't fall. Thank you. What's that? What's that? What's that? That's demonic. That's a demonic culture. That's a lot that don't flow with the spirit of God. Let the person receive. Who the person? Who the person? The power of God cannot injure you. If you fall down, you can't be injured. It's the power. It's called power of God. God does not do evil. God will not put His power on you and make you head break. Or make you have a dick. Ah. So that's what that's what that thing has hindered a lot of people from receiving. That thing has hindered a lot of people say, hey, if I fall down like this, my clothes will be dead. I'd rather let my clothes be dirty <laughs> than I should not receive. It takes away, the power of God takes away pain. Look at Mark 10 as I begin to gradually close. Hallelujah. Look at Mark 10. Let's look at. Blood by Timio's story. Look at Mark 10. Are you learning something? You know, summer healing campaign is a great one. Times of refreshing, power. We are receiving a stronger healing ministry. Thank you, Lord. Look at Mark 10, verse 46 to 40 to 52. They came to Jericho and he went out of Jericho with his disciple and a great number of people, blind Bartimaeus, some of Timaeus. So his name is Timaeus. By his son of, just like Simon, uh, Simon Bar-Jonah, son of Jonah. Are you seeing it? So it's like, so his name is Bartimaeus. So when they say Bartimaeus, son of, are you seeing it? So his name is Timaeus, son of Timaeus. Just like Peter too. His name is, his name is Simon. Jesus gave him Peter. Are you getting what I'm saying? Eh? Those things are quite key. We study those things. Yeah. Look at the verse 7. In verse 47, the son of Timaeus sat at the wayway side begging. And he heard that it was Jesus of Nazareth. And he began to cry out. So you don't be, you are not touching in receiving. He began to cry out. Ah! Son of David, have mercy on me. And many that charged him say, hold your peace. But God, he, he cried the more. You know, if it is somebody that is that is already shy, you know, some people are very shy. You see, you see. 
I don't, I don't want people to, to see that I'm coming out. Oh, you are not ready to be blessed. <laughs> so they, they call their kids that they sit down. I don't want to raise my hand. Okay, stay there. He cried more. He said, Jesus, and Jesus too see and commanded him and said, and he called the blind man and said unto him, be of good comfort. He called thee. Now watch you. In Acts, casting away the garment and rose up. Look at what's happened again in verse 51. Jesus said unto him, Without that I should, what without that I should do for him? Ah. Jesus saw a blind man crying. And Jesus still asked him, Okay, what do you want me to do? That's to tell you, this thing is you. Are you see, do you notice that? Many of these cases that Jesus, I'm going to teach you this in some mind and being. Many of these cases that Jesus asked them questions, they were very difficult situations. Surely the situations that they stayed so long in. People that have spent 14 years in their problem. Some people, have, some people could have adjusted and gotten used to it. And they don't need the healing. You are the ones that are thinking they need healing. Some of them have adjusted. Some of them could have adjusted and said, I can already do sign language. I can already do this. I don't need the healing. I'm already collecting. Actually, it's a stupid America to where, where they collect stipend from government. It makes people not want to believe the power of God they gave too. So they say, uh, so many of times you will be wondering, okay, I pray for that person. The person's eyes did not open. Does the person want to see? The person is probably, eh, don't make me see, oh, let me collect my money. That's why it seemed like Jesus was asking them questions. Okay, what do you want me to do? Jesus saw a blind man shouting, shouting, shouting. Okay, let's do a practical. The three of you just say, let me be doing something. Okay, let's do this. Uh, let's do, let, let, me, let me give you an example. So now I want to give you this. This thing is in my hand. You want to collect this. So you will say, Pastor, Pastor, come to us. Pastor, come to us. Pastor, come to us. Are you, are you, are you ready? That's what you people will just be shouting. All right. Now see, they are not smart. Do you know why I say they are not smart? Exactly! You snatch it! That is how to receive! Are you getting what I'm saying? You snatch it! You say, you say pass up, pass up, pass up, pass up, pass up. You snatch it! That is how to receive! You stay there. Are you seeing what I, are you seeing how to receive? You put actions. The blind man started running. He, he, he knew he was even blind. So he didn't see. He saw that Jesus was gay. He kept going around. Jesus, Jesus. Everybody said, shut up. He kept going. See, Jesus said, yeah. There's, an, there's a way to take from something. Jesus now said, oh yeah, what do you want? What did he say? The blind man said unto him, Lord, that I may receive thy side. Ah. Look at what Jesus said. Go thy way. Thy faith has made you. Look at how Jesus said, your faith. That is what you want as healed you. You know, if it's another person, you see me say, there's something I want to teach you. The, ah, I wish I had time. You know, there was a case where Jesus used spit to, to open a blind man. I will teach you that in summer healing campaign. Not, I will doubt this summer healing campaign. So we say, why did you use spit? The plane. So, he took the healing. He took it. He took the healing. That is how to, you don't, you're not poised 
You're not too sure. No, you just just looking. And you know, in America today, many of us are very psychedelic. We just we just we don't want stress. All this Pentecostal charismatic, some people say charismatic jargons, charismatic Pentecostal rubbish. This just shouting too much in tongues, you're just disturbing my ear. In fact, even my white watch is telling me uh, um, high, uh, sound, sound level high. You know, you're just, wondering, I, you're just wondering what is what's this? Oh, you're not ready. Men that are hungry to receive will receive, and this goes to everything. Some people say, What will people say? And remember what I said again. Honor receives from the power of God. Mark 6, Jesus could not do so many miracles. Honor. Familiarity affects your receiving. That is why, if you read God generous very well, many of those who are close to the pastors, especially maybe the pastor's wives, die of the same sickness that their husband has healed a lot of people from. I'm sorry to give an example. Tell husband. The wife had sickness. And the husband is an healing minister. Because you learn from all of these examples. Why? Familiarity. Familiarity can never receive. Is my brother. Is my friend. Is my cousin. Is my... You can never. You will receive the reward of the friend. You see men in honor. What was it? Is my... My pastor, he receives. That's why I, I, I wonder when, some, when pastors correct people and some people are emotional about it. Your pastor is not here to come and make you feel good. Your pastor is to straighten your life. If you, see, the gift of a pastor is that your life should be straightened. So there will be correction and rebuke. Some people get emotional and angry that a pastor is correcting them. So you think we came to play games here? No. We came to help your life to get better. So anybody can receive from the power of God. Hallelujah. Play for me, I close. Anybody can receive from the power of God. Familiarity affects your receiving. So you can say, you believe, oh, you believe, you believe, you believe. And you don't believe. You can say, I believe, I believe, I believe, I believe. And you are not receiving. Because you don't, do you really believe? If you really believe, you will travel down. Right? If you really believe, you will be there early. If you really believe, what's your expectation? What are you saying? If you really believe, will you pray? How desirous do you want it? How to receive from God? You can't lambano. Receive and be tush. There's been no one in scripture who received and be too sure. You snatch it. Jeremiah 32, verse 17. As we close, saw my link and pain, I've seen it again. You know, the best days, one of, I'll be careful in saying this. Best days are early days. But for us, best days are early days best days are still later days. Hallelujah. So we are in our best days. Hallelujah. This meeting is a meeting we will reference for life. If 
friend of mine, Pastor Blessing, she, she sent me something around 3 a.m. this morning. It's just praying, and she said, she just gave me something, and I just saw something as she was talking, and she said, this meeting is the one meeting you will reference in years to come, that you will be asking yourself, ah, you remember that meeting? You remember that meeting? That was where this happened. That was where this happened. That was where this happened. Why? Because meetings are not ordinary. I tell you, we don't hold programs in this church. Never. Every meeting we are doing has been a meeting we've been holding since before the church started. Mission is possible. The camp meeting we are having in November. Before the church started. Sight and sound, training workers. This is the only meeting that we are holding for the first time. I believe God called for it. There might be no second one. That's the truth. Because my real desire for meetings like this is to have an healing school where people come in one week, we teach them faith, teach them how to receive their healing and they go. So there might be no second summer healing campaign. It might just be once in this lifetime. So we need to lay hold on everything God wants for us. We need to catch it. You know, some people say, Jimmy, I will still come out next year. Next year is different from this year having that kind of mentality. You are somewhere, you take it. You take everything from the prayer to the opening prayer to the announcement. You take it. Everything. You catch it. You don't give room for chances. Jeremiah 32 verse 17. Says, Ah, Lord God, Behold, thou hast made the heaven and the earth by thy great power and stretched out. Says there is nothing too hard for thee. Hallelujah. Nothing is too hard for God in this meeting. There will be divine interventions, orchestrations, nothing. Every sick bodies will be healed. Cancer will be healed. Horsa will be healed. Diabetes will be healed. Asthma will be healed. Parkinson's, men with chronic diseases, healed. Dementia, healed. You know, growth will disappear. Walking some miracles, things will stretch out. Eyesight corrected by the power of God. Since there is nothing too hard for God. That's why Luke 137 says, says, with God all things are possible. In the original Greek, it means no jolt of God's word will fail. It will come to pass. So that's why when you are also in service, you listen. Because in the teaching of God's word, it imparts to the era the ability to receive. Just like service like this now is giving you more enablement to know how to receive. So how do you receive? We'll continue from this probably on Tuesday if we can there's more to receiving you take it you, you catch it you're not poised, you're not too sure you lay hold on it what's your desire what's your expectations you take it
take your healing. Visions and revelation, you take it. on your dad's life is gone that sickness on your dad's life is gone that sickness on your dad's life is gone stage I used to have that mentality but I figured that even those that you are looking at thinking that they are looking at you they don't care they also want to receive so it's just a devil putting a blockade on your mind the thing somebody's looking at me but one of the things I thought was in this church focus on why you came just focus don't let anybody distract your receiving hallelujah Slit your hands and bless the name of the Lord this evening. You know, I'm saying it again. Your dad is healed. Your dad is healed of that sickness. I don't know. I don't know who is that person that needs healing for the dad. They are healed. They are stronger. That is far away from them. In the name of Jesus. That is far away from them. steps are ordered. This week my steps are ordered. So that means my step can be ordered to the right place. It can be ordered to the right job. It can be ordered to the right persons to disciple. It can be ordered to the right person that needs it. It can be ordered to the right person that will favor me. My steps are ordered. My steps are ordered. My steps are ordered. Steps are ordered. This week our steps are ordered. 
Blessing, blessing. 